hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of The Line to Mastery. Happy 2021, y'all. Excited to be in this new year to have successfully claimed that we have survived 2020. And now it is time to step into a space of thriving. So let's get it. In this episode of the podcast, I welcome my soul sister, Kat Rikaza. Kat is a highliner, a model, an actress, a yoga instructor, the founder of City Runner, and the goddess queen. In this episode, we riff mainly on slacklining for this conversation. Um, While I was out in Moab, I ended up recording some podcasts with some California slackliners, and I had six questions that I asked the... um, the same California slackliners, and they ended up turning into brief yet powerful podcasts. So on this episode, Kat shares her life story, how the slackline found her, what the slack life means to her, her biggest obstacle within the sport, being present with her progress, having fun, and a message that she would share in an Amber Alert for the world. Kat, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was a pleasure to drop in, to come full circle with the first conversation we had about the podcast and riffing on ideas to now being on the podcast and sharing you on this platform. So thank you. I love you so much. And I can't wait to drop into a conversation again sometime soon. I want to also give appreciation and thanks to everyone that has invested their hard-earned money into me to be in this program fit for service this year. So far, it has already been a game changer. I feel really supported and seen by this community of 150 people, and we're already like a week in, slowly starting to unpack the course material. And I know the more that I do it, the more effort that I put in, um, the greater of a man I'm going to be. It's going to serve this podcast, my clients, everyone that I interact with for the rest of my life. So thank you to everyone that's invested so far. Special thanks this week to Melanie Rainbow Maroney, Lorenzo DeMuro, Jessica Zaya Bird, and Benjamin Sprinkle for your donations and investment into me. If you would like to donate and you feel called to invest into my vision, my mission, and the way that I'm able to serve. The GoFundMe link can be found on my link tree in my Instagram bio, or you can just DM me directly and I will send it to you. Thank you for everything. And I appreciate you listening to this message. Also on the final note, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Cacao King. If you are looking to kick a coffee addiction, to have cleaner energy throughout the day, to open up your heart with the most delicious chocolate drink you'll ever have, or to simply treat life more ceremoniously and slow down, I highly recommend Cacao King. You can go on to Cacao King's website to get your ceremonial cacao and use the code SLATCAM at checkout. That will further help support this podcast. And one last way that you could support it is to simply send it to others if you feel that they would benefit from listening to this episode or other 
episodes, future episodes, past episodes. It doesn't matter. I just love doing this and I'm in it. So let's grow this thing together. Much love. Enjoy the podcast and I will see you next week. So we are officially recording. I want to say thank you so much, Kat, for yeah. coming on the podcast. The very first podcast. The podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Um, I remember back before I started the podcast, you were like one of the first people I called super stoked about it. And we talked for, we riffed for like an hour at yeah. least just about the ideas that I had. And you just yeah. like asked a lot of the logistical questions and it just like... Yeah. I think it was before uh, COVID happened, right? Just before COVID happened. It was. It was around. It was shortly after COVID. So oh, like okay. around April, I would say, is when I got the idea. Yes, you're right. You're right. Because we had called each other as we do. We just keep in touch over the years, or yeah, over the years, mm-hmm. which I love. And you had told me the ideas that you had coming up, and I told you my ideas, and we were rifting back and forth. And you had already made a list of all the topics you want to hit. Like, well thought out already. I was so impressed. Yeah, thank you. I just, um, you know, I just riffed. I just brainstormed and felt like there were a lot of things that could be cool ideas. Mm -hmm. And I'm really grateful that you were down to connect with some of them and hear them out. So let's just drive, let's just dive straight into it. I want to know, what is your story? Oh, my gosh. How much time do you have, <laughs> What is my story mm-hmm. with life? Yeah, just in general. In Whatever general. you feel called to say in response to that okay, question. Okay, let's see. My background, my life, I was born in Torrance, California. That's close to Long Beach. And uh, I had a pretty interesting upbringing. I moved to the Philippines, then to Hong Kong, and then one year back in the U.S. for third grade, and then fourth grade, all the way to eighth grade, I lived in Singapore. So I was pretty much raised half Hong Kong, half Singapore, and then came to the U.S. for pretty much high school, and then on. And then... Yeah, well, a lot of people ask me why I moved there. My stepdad was a stockbroker, so we were just stationed wherever he would be stationed. Um, And then, yeah, high school stayed here in the U.S., and then college stayed here in the U.S., stayed in the Valley of California, San Fernando Valley, and been there for 10 years and recently just moved out to Santa Monica. Yeah, it's been my dream to stay there. Uh, OMB, Original Muscle Beach, is where I thrived and really grew as an adult, I consider. That's where I found my one of my deepest passions, slacklining, and where I found my most treasured friends in life. And I was making it out there for three times a week, four times a week, as much as I could. So to live out there now is just a dream. Yeah, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So what brought you to the slack line? Oh, man, crazy story. So I had just come off of a three-year depression, pretty much, um, just breaking up with my ex-boyfriend. 
and starting brand new in life. You know, the only thing I had in my possession, I think, were my clothes and my car. And had to make new friends, had to make new family. And I didn't know how that was going to look like for me. So one day I just went to the park by myself. I was really feeling low, but I knew outdoors would make me feel better. And I was sitting down doing some yoga stretches, did a meditation for about 20 minutes. And in that meditation, it was partly me praying. And I just kept asking God, source, the universe, whatever you want to call this divine, <laughs> energetic being. Hey, listen, I, I just want cool friends <laughs> that do cool things and specifically outdoors. Yeah, outdoor activities, whatever that looks like. I just need new people in my life. I need to feel alive again and have new connections and yeah, I made that prayer out really intentfully, and I kid you not, I opened my eyes. And as I opened my eyes, I see from across the park this guy on a slack line juggling some devil sticks. I was like, what the heck is this? And immediately knew this is my people's. And so, of course, being in L.A., being what? 24, 25 at the time, I was like, oh, how do you make a new friend as an adult in L.A.? <laughs> it's kind of hard, right? Kids, they, they do it so easily. But um, so I just kept contemplating how I was going to go over to this guy. It's like, how am I going to make a friend? How am I going to ask him? Um, I know. I'll just wait for him to get over here. Because that's how it works, right? Never. Definitely not. <laughs> Never. Yeah, if you want something, especially friends, you have to go out and connect with them. Exactly. It's very rare that people just come up to you. Exactly. And that's why others appreciate it so much when you go up to them, because oftentimes they don't go out of their own right. comfort zone to do that. Right. And at the time, I wasn't the most confident in myself either. And I was a little socially... I had social anxiety, uh, just that stemmed from my depression, just being so cooped up with me, you know, not really being out there being social. So anyways, finally I give up. I go to my car. I'm like, whatever, I'll just go home uh, and see how the rest of the day goes. And as I get in my car, I look in my rearview mirror and he walks by. And I was like, Kat, this is your moment. You either roll down your window, you ask him what this is, or you could just go home and you know, kind of stay in the same depressed state you've been in and, you know, you'll never find out what this thing is. So I roll down my window and go, hey, excuse me, um, what is this? What's this thing you're doing? I think it's really cool. And he goes, oh, it's, it's called slacklining. I go, oh, wow, do you do it all the time? He goes, yeah, I set it up. You're welcome to come. I can show you, blah, blah, blah. So exchange numbers. And this guy ended up being Nick Detone slack cult of slack cult <laughs> companies and uh yeah we actually had never met up because our schedules kept you know uh missing each other i was on instagram one day and i found my friend dimitar from college hey he had just learned how to slack line i go dude what the fuck is this i need to try this so he uh invited me out to omb and first day, I hopped on a slack line. I was so obsessed. I got addicted that night. 
<laughs> I ordered my first two inch ratchet webbing uh, off of Amazon, 70 meters, yeah, 70 meters, 70 feet. And from then on, it was just a love affair. I got obsessed. I couldn't stop. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to, especially when you start to get the feel for it. You kind of just get addicted, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Addicted is the right word. So what does slack life mean to you? Oh, man. Slack life. Definitely a mixture of both things, internal and external. So... For me, slack life is all about the internal growth that you have with yourself. It's really you out on the line with yourself, having a relationship with yourself and seeing your fears, seeing your insecurity, seeing your love, the capacity that you have for yourself, how you show up for yourself in that very present moment that you are on there, right? Whatever emotions you're feeling. So it's the inner growth for me, inner personality, I mean, uh, relationship that I have with myself and also slack life is all about the people that I surround myself with the community that's there pushing you to the next level or supporting you exactly right where you are and also sharing the amount of knowledge that they have it's not just it's not just slack line knowledge that these people have you get hurt or injured they're like oh this remedy works <laughs> you know I'm like oh wow I would have never known if I didn't have you in my life or as a friend you know so slack life yeah inner growth and also community yeah mm -hmm. I connect with all that mm -hmm. yeah um, it's really special. I haven't quite found anything like the Slackline community. And, yeah, I've connected with a lot of communities, and still there's just something about this community um, that being surrounded by people that put themselves into voluntary states of fear, <laughs> especially when it's it comes crazy. to heights and walking on just one inch. Yeah. In yeah. airspace, it's, there's something really potent and powerful about it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I, I encourage. I was talking to a girl the other day who doesn't slackline or highline, and she told me that, oh, I can't do this. I'm afraid of heights, and I don't even know how to stand on a slackline. And I said, listen, you don't even have to stand or get out there or sit on a slackline to do it. We could get you on a hangover you know put yourself out in the middle of the line just sit there feel it there's it's a once in a lifetime well we do it all the time but for people that don't you know experience how many times are you out in the middle of a canyon just suspended in air able to look out and breathe it doesn't happen every day yeah for most <laughs> people it will either never happen or like very few yeah Whereas for us, it's like a every sort of weekend yeah. kind of occurrence. Exactly. And that's just because we love it so much. Yeah, exactly. If we do. I mean, not everyone goes mm -hmm. out every weekend and yeah. <laughs> does it. Yeah. No. I, I've been fortunate enough to like, even though we don't get to Highline in Austin all the time, we're mm -hmm. still getting really active out at the water lines that we yes. have available to us. Yes, you still have some sort of active you know, experiences. Yeah, there's a lot mm -hmm. of stoke. Yeah, it's good. So what is the most difficult thing you've had to overcome? 
Oh man, with slacklining or just highlining. in general, whatever you feel called to say. Oh, in general. Oh man. Well, since this is a slack podcast, I'll stick to this topic. But um, for me, recently, what I've been through is uh, the point where you hit sort of a plateau with yourself. You know, for me, I really enjoyed highlining. I I got to do it all the time and. I excelled at it, you know, really fast. And then I just got to the point where I'm like, okay, well, I'm up here. Now what? And also life happens. I have to get a job. I have other responsibilities to take care of. And I found myself starting to compare myself to other people and mostly compare myself to what I know I could be. And that was something that I had to overcome recently. Not being so hard on myself, um, especially on the line. Because nowadays, people are getting a little bit more and more competitive with the sport, which is great because it's pushing it to the new, you know, heights that it's never been in. But for me, I'm like, oh, shoot, do I need to be at that level you know, of competitiveness. Do I need to send a freaking 400, 500 meter line? And why can't I? You know, I got so hard on myself for not being at that level. And so I had to really slow it down, come back to center and say, hey, why is it that you do this anyways? Is it to compete or is it because you're really trying to feel the moment and have a moment with yourself be in the present moment, which is why I came into it, just to see my inner growth. And so having to do that work, not comparing myself to others just as well, you know, because I see so many crushers out there, which I'm so stoked for, but I'm like, shit, should I be at that level? Should I train hard or whatever? (laughs) You know, what do I do? What do I do? Just always coming back to center saying, hey, why do I do this? Kind of redefining my whys constantly over and over and over again. And it's not even redefining. It's always just coming back to that one why, which is, it's just fun. It's just awesome. Why do I love to do it? Because I love it. And it makes me happy. Nothing else. It's not because I'm competing or I'm trying to get my PR or whatever you know (laughs) yeah totally it's something that you get to do you know you don't have to be out there yeah exactly and it's so funny because such a privilege it's such a privilege and you talk to everybody else outside of the slackline community and they're like what do you do this is insane and you're in your own little slack life world you're like I haven't sensed this yet you know (laughs) so just the perspective of things is so different yeah it's really interesting how just speaking from my own experience i almost feel numb to it now you know Mm. it's like so normal Mm. that Mm. people think it's crazy i'm just like it's just who i am you know yeah yeah you know it doesn't feel crazy it doesn't feel wild it just yeah it feels so natural yeah i see what you mean because that's kind of what um just aided my plateau I guess you know I I got so numb to it and I hit that plateau of like okay what now and I didn't find the creativity enough to 
find there's always something to do. There's always new tricks. There's always new breath work to work on. There's always more, you know, little nuanced movements you can do on the line. You can dance on the line. You can juggle on the line. There's what all these sort of things that you can explore. But I really let myself get to that point. I was like, hmm, I did it all. What now? And I thought my slackline career, air quote, was kind of over. I was like, am I, is this where it ends? You know, am I going to just going to keep doing this for life or not? So that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. Just the ebbs and flows of the sport. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it's something that you feel like is a fit for you for life, I feel like you're going to feel inspired in different ways as you continue to progress through yeah. your time with it. Yeah. I definitely got this here in Moab, Utah, beautiful place. Um, I could see the personal growth that I had. And actually, that's my measure of success is where my mind state is when I get off the line. Because... Maybe a month or two ago, I was in Arizona, I was on a high line. And prior to, I hadn't high lined for two months and got on this line and struggled. That was a struggle bus. And I was so hard. I was like, why can't I do this? Why can't I do this? You can do better. Your PR is longer than this. Whatever, you should be able to send this. Just so hard, beating myself up. Got off the line. I was still on that headspace. And I was in that headspace for weeks after and just working through, working through, working through until I got here and I got off a 220 meter line and I did so terrible. (laughs) I was whipping here, there, everywhere, all the way across. And it definitely wasn't my best performance, but my mindset coming off of that line was, wow, I had so much fun. And, yeah, we need more practice. That's about it. (laughs) Like, what else is there, you know? And so that was the moment I knew I had grown a lot. Yeah. It was just a difference. Difference of mind state. I didn't let it get to me. Which is the most important thing, you know? Like, littering, if you're going to use a measuring stick, just be you. Yeah. And not anyone else. Exactly. (laughs) And to have fun. That was my goal. I was like, just have fun. No expectations. I don't put expectations on myself anymore on a line. Yeah, the only expectation is fun. Yeah, exactly. Which I achieved. So I was like, okay, you're successful. (laughs) You did it. Yeah, I did it. So who's been your biggest inspiration in this sport? Oh, my biggest inspiration. Um, I would say my biggest inspiration from day one was Mia Noblet. Yeah, she was... She still is a crusher, such a crusher, babe. And to see a woman break records and kind of be up there with the men, you know, I didn't know that that was a possibility for women. And yeah, she's still holding it down. I haven't really talked to her much or seen any of the projects that she's been doing, but meeting her and seeing how humble of a person she is and how kind and supportive she is to others as well, no matter her achievements, is really inspiring to me to keep that consistency. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. 
Yeah, she's a pretty rad person. She's such a good person to have in this sport. Yeah. You know, for someone that's just gone so far at such a young age and such a quick time and still would just be, like, so kind. Yeah. And humble, as well as, like, disciplined in her craft. Yeah, yeah. It's difficult exactly. not to be inspired, for sure. There's a lot of inspirations that I have. Zach Timmons is another guy. You know, he's, to me, an OG and... You know what I love about him? He was able to maintain a balance for slack life and real life so well. And it's really hard for me to see people in this community to have such a good balance of the work life and play life. He did such a good job because he'd go to work, you know, 7 a.m., 7.30 a.m. on his lunchtime, go Highline, go back to work. Afterwards, after work, Highline, go home, make a bomb dinner, and still be social with friends, cool. Do it again the next day. I was like, what the heck? You can do that? <laughs> you don't have to just be 100% slack van life <laughs> to yeah. be successful at this sport, this activity. So he's a really big one, too. And he also, again, amazing human being. Amazing human being. So humble. It's so funny. And just quirky and yeah all the good things yeah yeah dude i feel the exact same way about that yeah <laughs> solid guy so if you could put one message onto an amber alert that everyone would receive on their phones what would it be oh that's a great question hmm you're okay that's exactly it. Just, you're okay. Stefan taught me that one. Whenever he's on the line, you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> and I've taken it with me throughout life, I think. You're okay. Things are okay. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Take a breather. It reminds you of everything. Take a breather. Nothing's that serious. You know? You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you so much for hopping on the podcast. Thank Something you short for and sweet. Me. At some point, we'll drop into more. Yeah. I know you have so much more to share, especially when it comes to yoga and meditation. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it seems like, at least for these podcasts while I'm here in Moab, um, it's going to be a little bit more Slackline related, which is kind of cool to yes. delve a little bit more into yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing your You're insight. You're so welcome. And thank you for having me. And I'm so proud of you for doing this and sticking with it. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Full Circle. It's really cool that I got to share so many of these ideas. Mm -hmm. um, and just like the seeds that I was planting at the beginning of the podcast and now to come full circle. And you'll probably be somewhere in the mid-20s when I release this podcast. Mid-20s? Yeah. Boy, I'm 29. Yeah. Not mid-twenties. I'm not talking about your age. I'm talking about the number of podcasts oh. that I've released. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. I'm so honored. Yeah. Me too. Me You've too. You've had some pretty rad people on this show so mm -hmm. far. Mm -hmm. It's only getting better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. So thank you. I love you, Kat. Love you too, Cam. All right. Much love. Much love. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast, everyone. Thank you for sitting down with me, Kat. I love you so much. And it's always a pleasure to drop in.
I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. You enjoy the sunshine, the abundance, the love all around you. And may you find the courage to go out and not only accomplish your wildest dreams, but to push past the obstacles of fear that may be placed in your way so that you can become a better human being. I love you all. I support you. I see you. I feel you. I'm with you. All the best. Peace.